Welcome into Yelling from the Couch. I'm Brent Humphreys, joined by my co-host Joey Mullins. This is to be the Week Ten NCAA football college pick'em. Uh, Joey, how you doing this week? Oh, I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Been enjoying some some action football this week, and ready for the Saturday top twenty-five game. Oh yeah, my action the past couple of nights has been pretty good to myself. Uh, never thought I'd be sitting there watching a Maxion game while the World Series was going on, but uh, there I was last night doing that. Yeah, sweating it out right down to the last field goal. Sweating it out, big Akron comeback for uh, some of us there last night in the in college football. Uh, Last week, uh, we had a couple of parlays on this here podcast. Um, Oklahoma really let everybody down uh, as they fell to Kansas and just didn't do anything that we thought they was going to do. Nick Anderson didn't get hardly any targets at all and no touchdowns like he did the week before. Just disappointing on that one. Yeah, he didn't even show up. <laughs> no, but uh, old trusty Oregon, they sure did. Old T. Roy Franklin and – Bucky Irvin and Bo Nix, all them guys, they did what we needed them to do, and uh, they won our parlay last week that we picked on here. Yeah. The one out of two ain't bad, uh, you know, 50-50 there, so uh, still, especially, you know, even. Yeah, especially for parlays. I mean, they're a little harder to hit. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go over, we'll do our picks here, and at the end of the episode, we will uh, we're going to hit on a little bit of NCAA basketball preview. Uh, ready for that? We're not. It's not going to be a full blown episode. With you know, we want to get into the season before we start seeing what all these players are because transfer portal and different faces and different places and don't really know what we're talking about yet until it gets going. Really. Yeah. All yeah. right, so we'll go ahead and get started here. Saturday, the first game is the brand-new number one team in the land after Tuesday night to reveal the college football playoff. The Ohio State Buckeyes travel to New Jersey to face the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Ohio State is an 18-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 42-and-a-half. Joey, what do you think about Ohio State being number one, and what do you think about their chances in this one? Well, I, I on paper I get why they're number one. Um, strength of schedule, who they've played, who they beat. Um, but as a football fan and personal opinion, I kind of find it hard to believe to put them ahead of a team that hasn't lost a game since you know in going on two years, a year and a half now. Um, but I'm not the selection committee, and. Uh, but this game here against Ruckert, I mean, it, it's – again, it's one of them David versus Goliaths. I mean, I think Ohio State's going to handle their business pretty easy. Um, Marvin Harris Jr., I mean, he's an absolute – he's an absolute man. Um, they'll handle their business. Uh, you know, Ruckert's not a bad team. They're 6-2. and two. Um but I just I don't I don't think they have any kind of chance against Ohio State. You uh, you like Ohio State to cover that spread eighteen and a half? Absolutely, probably more. 
I'm with you there. I think that they'll cover that spread. Uh, I don't think that, like I said, we talked about last week, Ohio State has a elite receiver. Uh, they've got an elite defense. Their quarterback I'm still not convinced on. Uh, he's a good game manager. I know he's thrown for 2,000 yards, but they just doesn't seem like he's got it. They won last week over Wisconsin 24-10 to 10 in an ugly game, which all Big 12 football has been ugly, <laughs> you know, in those games. <laughs> Ohio State, number one ranking. I'm with you there. Georgia has not lost a game. Georgia's defending national champions. Uh, uh, you give them the number one ranking until they prove that they're not the number one team. And so far, they have not proven that they aren't. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, it is what it is. Ohio State's number one. Uh, I think that they win. I think that they cover. Uh, the over-under is 42 and a half. Uh, I think the under is going to hit on that one. I could see a game like last week, like, uh, you know, 28 to seven or something like that. But, uh, yeah, I think nothing. Yeah. 28 to nothing, even, uh, you know, 31 to three, but the under will hit and Ohio state will cover in that matchup. Yep. The next matchup will be a top 25 matchup in the big 12, the number 23 Kansas state Wildcats travel to Austin to face the Texas Longhorns. Texas is number seven in the nation. Texas is a four-point favorite. The over-under is 49 and a half. Uh, Joey, who you like in this one? Uh, I think the over will hit in this one. Um, as far as the matchup goes, I give the slight edge to Texas. Um, I don't think it's going to be a blowout city. Um, I think it's going to be one of those kind of up-tempo, high-scoring games. Um, but overall, I think Texas will, will come out on top. And the spread, I'm, I, I'm I'm going on a limb here and probably have to take the Kansas State spread in this one because I don't think this is going to be one of those blowout games. Both teams are good. They got good offenses. Um, they can both score points. Um, may come down to whoever's defense can get, you know, that one last stop. Um so I'll I'll go with Kansas State spread Texas to win the game the over to hit. I'm gonna go with you here on the over, but I think Texas will win this game, and I think Texas will run away with it. I think Texas is that good. They have one blemish on their record, and it's Oklahoma, and that was a an up and down game there last week. Texas was without their starting quarterback Quinn Ewers, but the backup quarterback Murphy. Uh, come in, through for 170 yards, two touchdowns. He did throw a pick, but they blew out BYU 35-6. to six. If you look at Texas's record, most of their games have been, uh, you know, lopsided, aside from, like, Alabama and, of course, the loss to Oklahoma. But for the most part, I mean, they have been just beating teams down. Kansas State, on the other hand, they're number 23. They've got a good, you know – Good record and everything, six and two. Um, they they beat down Houston last week. They beat down TCU. But the game that I was worried about, uh, Oklahoma State, they were like eleven point favorite and and end up losing that game. Uh, but I just think Texas is the better team here, and I think they'll cover and I think that they'll win. Uh, I'll take the over too. I think it could be like a, you know, a thirty five to. 21 game, you know, I don't think it'll be a beat down, but I don't think it'll be close either. That's, that's what I think. You know, on that one. 
Yeah. The next 12 o'clock game, the Texas A&M, uh, I'm blanking out, whatever their name is. Oh, what is Texas A&M? Aggies. The Aggies, yeah, man. <laughs> Brain fart big time there. SEC, <laughs> I know that. Uh, the Ole Miss to face the Ole Miss Rebels. I know that one, number 10 in the nation. Ole Miss is a three-point favorite. The over-under is 53 and a half. Joey, what do you think about this matchup? Oh, uh, well, this is a little intriguing. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to pick Ole Miss to win the game. Um, and if I had to pick over-under, I, I don't know. I would be on the fence about it. Um, I want to say over, but it's for me, the over-under is a little close to call on this one just by judging by their previous games and scores. Um, you know, they kind of up and down. Um, but I think Ole Miss will, will take care of business. And I think – let me check. You said the spread was – Three. Yeah, I think I think Ole Miss will cover the spread in this one. But I, I just the over under part that I don't I'm on the fence about that one. I was gonna see what you thought about the over and under in that game. Well, I Ole Miss can put up points in a hurry. I don't know if Texas A and M can. Mm-hmm. Uh but uh I like uh, I like Ole Miss to cover this spread, but I'm also taking the under two. I could see Ole Miss, you know, twenty eight to you know, 17 or 28 to 21 and, and still hitting that under. And yeah. that over under is kind of high for, uh, you know, an SEC matchup, even an Ole Miss team that puts up points. But Texas A&M really don't put up a whole lot in comparison. So I'll, I'll take Ole Miss in that one, and uh, I'll take them to cover. I'll take the under on that one as well. I'm with you. Next matchup is the uh, number fifteen Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I know that. I know that nickname. Uh, <laughs> traveling to the uh, traveling to Clemson, South Carolina, to face the Clemson Tigers, the unranked four and four Clemson Tigers, uh, with uh, Dabo Sweeney fighting with his uh, fans uh, this past week on his show. Uh, not a good look out there. And Notre Dame's a three point favorite. The over under is forty four and a half. Uh, Joey, what do you like in this one? Well, Dabo says, and I quote, critics will not steal my joy, but I, I've got, I hate to tell him, but his joy is going to be taken by Notre Dame um, Saturday because I got Notre Dame winning this game hands down. Um, and far as spread goes, it's a three-point spread. Notre Dame should definitely cover that um, pretty easy. I mean, you know, Sam Hartman's a, you know, he's a good quarterback. He's throwing five picks this year, but, I mean, Notre Dame can put up some points. Um, they've had a couple of games where they haven't put up. They only put up 21 against Duke and only 17 against Ohio State. Um, but, yeah, I think uh, I think they'll cover and uh, they'll win. And I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to take the over in this game just because Notre Dame can, can really pile on the points. I mean, they put up 58 against Pitt, which I know Pitt's not, not the, not the uh, same level opponent as Clemson, but you know, they can still put up points. They put up 48 against USC. So I'm going to take the over in this one. 
I like Notre Dame in this matchup too. I think that they'll cover the spread. Uh, but I can also see a scenario where everybody's beating down on Clemson. You know, Dabo had his thing the other day where a caller called in and was questioning <laughs> about how he made all this money and, and he was like bashing him. And once you start fighting with your fans, you you know you're going down the wrong path there. And I believe before the season, he said it was a national championship or it was a failure of a season. And now that they're four and four, and fans are wondering what happened with that. And then he's getting mad at the fans for thinking that they're expecting too much. And it's like, well, what are you what are you wanting them to do here, man? <laughs> you, you said <laughs> national championship or bust, and then you're four and four halfway through the season. Uh, I like Notre Dame in this. I like the over-under. Uh, I like the over. <laughs> the over-under. I like the over of 44 and a half because uh, Notre Dame can put on the points. I think Clemson will put up some points too here. But I think Notre Dame will end up winning it uh, maybe by about seven or so. But uh, Clemson, Clemson will keep it tight. Uh, like I said, their backs are against the wall. Everybody's, you know, against them. And uh, – you know, they're, they're a better team than what their record is, I believe. But uh, Notre Dame is still a top 15 team here. And, uh, yeah, I think that they'll win. I think they'll cover. And the over is going to hit in that one. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And You know, when you're a coach, man, you got to be careful what you say, especially on national TV or national radio or anything like that because, you know, you're under spotlights. All eyes are on you. Um, you tweet one thing or anything like that, you're, you know, people's going to be all over it. So, but yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when he said that whenever players start getting paid, that's when he was going to get out of coaching and he's still coaching out there. Players, players are starting to get paid now. <laughs> he just, he's just, you know, hypocritical all the way around, <laughs> but, uh, they have, you notice yeah. they haven't won anything in a few years. So, you know, They've been down for sure. Clemson used to be one of those top programs, top five, six in the country every year. And mm-hmm. They had some uh, epic against Alabama there for years, and mm-hmm. lately it just hasn't been there. <clears throat> nope. The, uh, the last Saturday of top 25 action will be a doozy of a game. <laughs> Uh, should be a great <laughs> matchup right here. The uh, one and seven Yukon Huskies travel down to Rocky Top to face the number 17 Tennessee Volunteers. Tennessee is only a 35 and a half point favorite. The over under is 55 and a half. I will not give my opinions on what I think about Tennessee this week as I did last week, but they're <laughs> still the same. Joey, what do you think about this matchup? Oh, man, I was waiting. I was hoping every week uh, I keep wanting to hear if your opinion changes of them. I was wanting to hear you say it again. But, <laughs> no, that, I mean, the spread's humongous, and it's it's humongous for a reason. Um, UConn's just awful. I mean, they're just terrible. Um, I hate to say that, but I put them in the category with, you know, Georgia Tech, you know, Virginia. All those teams that my team lost to, I put UConn in about the same category. Um, Obviously, Tennessee is going to win the game. And I'm going to have to take the over on this just because I think Tennessee is going to run this, you know, they're going to run away with this. And this game will be over probably in midway through the second quarter. Um, But, yeah, and the spread – 
I want to say Tennessee to cover, but depending on how far ahead they get, you know, if if they want to if they take some players out and not playing their best players, you know, if they get too far ahead, that'd be the only reason why they wouldn't cover the spread. But if everybody plays the whole game, I'm I, I've got them covering the spread easy. It's kind of crazy to think that 35 and a half point spread, it, you've got it covered. But I'm with you on this, man. <laughs> Tennessee has just got too much firepower there for uh, UConn. I could see this game being like 56 nothing, you know, and it's it's hitting the over <laughs> and spread, you know. Uh, but, uh, you know, Tennessee last week, they did beat my Kentucky Wildcats 33 to 27. Um, uh, Joe Milton, he looked decent last week. He was 18 of 21. And, uh, you know, Wright had 120 yards rushing. That was against Kentucky. This is against UConn. UConn, I couldn't tell you what they've done all season. I don't think it matters. UConn, you know, if this was basketball, they would probably be favored better. <laughs> you know, they have a better shot of it. <laughs> but it's not. It's football. And uh, Tennessee wins. Tennessee covers not really much else to say about it, but that they'll win. They'll cover that easily. Yeah, it's one of them games where when it comes on, it's time to get up and go get a refill on the snacks and stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, the next game in the uh, top 25 this week is Arizona State Sun Devils at 2-6 and six, travel to Salt Lake City to face the Utah Utes, number 18 in the nation, 6-2. and two. Utah's 11-point favorite. The over-under is 41-and-a-half. Joey, what do you think about this one? Basically, same as the last game. Uh, landslide victory. Um, you know, Barnes and company are going to come out. They're going to take care of business. They're going to get it done. Um, like you said, they're, this game, it's, it's going to be David versus Goliath. I got Utah winning. Um, I got the overhitting in this one too, and Utah covering the spread. I've got uh, Utah winning this one as well. Utah coming off of a beatdown last week at home to Oregon. Uh, Arizona State's not Oregon. They won't put up as many points as Oregon did for sure. Utah will put up a better effort in this matchup here. Uh. I think Utah will win. I think they cover, but I don't think the over-under hits in this one. I think this is a defensive battle. Neither one of these offenses are all that great. I will take uh, – I'll take Utah. I'll take them to cover. I'll take the under in that one. Okay. <clears throat> the next matchup is a commander-in-chief trophy uh, battle cup, whatever they call it. Uh, it's the uh, Army Black Knights. <laughs> Traveling to Denver to face the uh, Air Force Eagles, number 25 in the nation, Air Force 8-0. Air Force is an 18-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 31-and-a-half. Joey, what do you think in this one? Mm. Well, <laughs> all right. I got Air Force winning. Um, you know, they're, they're just a way better team. And then you look at Army – you know, they they can't really score a whole lot. I mean, LSU beat them 62 to nothing. Um, Troy beat them 19 to nothing. So, I mean, you're looking at back-to-back games where you laid a goose egg and couldn't even score a field goal. Um, so, yeah, I've got 
I've got Air Force winning, and I'm probably going to say over on this game too. I'm going to be like he was the last week, taking the over just about in every game. Um, <laughs> and then Air Force covering the spread, they they should cover 18 and a half point spread pretty, pretty, pretty easily. Um, yeah, I think Air Force gets it done, covers everything. Yeah, I think Air Force gets it done, too. Uh, they beat Navy a couple weeks ago. This time they beat Army, and they win the Commander-in-Chief trophy uh, for this year. Uh, I also think that Air Force will cover this spread. But I'm taking the under in this one. I think that this game feels like a 24-3 to or even a 24 to nothing matchup. You know, Army just doesn't have the firepower, uh, no pun intended here, on the football field. <laughs> uh, to to get it done this year, just not a very good team. Um, Air Force is decent; they're a ground team, uh, but I see them getting it done. You know, like I said, twenty four three, twenty four nothing, even. Uh, but the under is going to hit in this one, so take the under on this one. The next matchup is a top twenty five matchup between two ranked teams. The number 12 Missouri Tigers at 7-1 travel to number 2 Georgia Bulldogs in Athens. Georgia is a 15-point favorite. The over-under is 54-and-a-half. Joey, who do you like in this matchup? I definitely like the over, for sure. Um, And this one, to me, is going to be like me and you had talked about off off the podcast i think it was yesterday maybe um i think this is going to be kind of close in the first couple quarters um i think missouri is going to kind of keep it you know they're going to stay within striking distance um but overall you know georgia is just going to wear them down um and I, I got georgia winning um like i said i got the over and then as far as spread goes I think they'll cover. I think they'll cover the spread. I mean, you, you you can't count out. You can't count them out, dude. They're 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 elite right now. So I I got them covering everything. Yeah, Georgia uh, falling to number two in this college football playoff. Uh, defending national champions. We talked about it. Haven't lost a game. Uh, haven't done anything not to earn that number one and uh, for them to be knocked down to number two, maybe they come out with a little extra oomph in their game and uh, give them a little extra motivation to get back up to that number one spot. Georgia 15 point spread. Uh, I, I like that too. Missouri is a good team. Uh, I'm not going to take anything away from them. They only have one loss. Uh, they beat my Wildcats a few weeks ago. Uh, they, they just they're not they don't have as much firepower as Georgia does. The over is getting hit in this game because there's going to be some offense, you know, shown. But uh, I could see Georgia winning this game. You know, I could see it being a 38-21 or something like that. But to give me Georgia in this one to to win and to be impressive for that committee for next week uh, to give them a real conversation of who is the real number one here. Yeah. yeah, and I look for Brock Bowers to have – I'm just, you know, going on a limb, a hunch. I look for Brock Bowers to have one of the best games he's had all year. 
Uh, Brock Bowers is out this week. Um, oh, that is right. I did forget about that. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. That uh, is. <laughs> if he was playing, he would have one of the best games <laughs> of his career. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We're having, we're having brain farts all over the place today. <laughs> hey, it happens. <laughs> the uh, the number four Florida State Seminoles travel to Pittsburgh to face the Pittsburgh Panthers. Florida State is a 21-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is 49-and-a-half. Joey, what do you like in this one? Well, I definitely like Florida State, um, and I think they're well-deserving of their number four ranking. Um, and – Almost could say put them in the conversation for the number three spot ahead of Michigan. Um, you know, depending on you know, Michigan's impressive. Don't get me wrong, but you know, their resume is not as impressive. I mean, you take the teams that they've played. Yeah, they're beating them down, but I guess the test of time will tell because um, it's coming up that Michigan's going to have to play some good teams in the latter part of their schedule. So. Yeah, I like Florida State in this one. Um, as far as over-under goes, I hate to say it, but I sound like a broken record. I'm probably going to take the over just because it's going to be so lopsided. Florida State's going to run away with it. And I got them covering as well. Yeah, I'm with you here too. Florida State's been impressive this season, uh, just beating teams down. I think the trend continues this week as well. I think Florida State wins it. I'm taking the over on that too. Uh, they're they're covering the spread. Pittsburgh is just awful. Um, I know they did beat Louisville though uh, in football, which is you know I like that. But uh, <laughs> Florida State, yeah, they're going to win. Uh, they're going to cover, and they're going to keep that top four uh, ranking in the college football playoff. Yeah, the next man. I was going to say, and to, to re- reiterate on my point, um, I mean, Michigan, I mean, I'm look, you look at their schedule and they've really not played. I mean, the toughest part of their schedule is coming up. Um, like you said, they got they, – I just looking back at their schedule, they haven't really played anybody that could really give them any kind of what you would call run for their money. Um, and that's why, like I said, I'm not the selection committee, but I think – I think Florida State deserved the number three, just my opinion. Yeah, they'll have a few games coming up here in a couple of weeks. They play Penn State and Ohio State. We'll see what Michigan's really really made of there. Yep. Uh, the next matchup is another top 25 matchup between two teams here. Oklahoma travels to Stillwater to face Oklahoma State for Bedlam. Oklahoma is a six-point favorite after coming off of their first loss of the season last year to Kansas Sixty and a half point over under. Joey, what do you think about this matchup? No, uh, definitely the over. Um, I mean, like I said, they've had some epic battles in the past. Um, this is actually their last uh, final bedlam as Big Twelve foes. Um, so yeah, I've I've got Oklahoma in this one uh, winning. Um, I got them covering the spread. And then, you know, like I said, I got the over. Um, Oklahoma, they can put up points. Um, so can Oklahoma State. Um, they both, you know, they both can score. So, but overall, should be a pretty good football game. Um, 
to actually watch this one. Um, I don't see no snooze fest or anything. Should be a good game. Yeah, I think uh, I think the over is definitely hitting in this game. Uh, if it wouldn't have been for Oklahoma's loss last week at Kansas, I would probably be tempted to take Oklahoma State in this one. But where Oklahoma come off of that loss and they've still got an outside shot of making the playoff, I think that they'll come out ready to play this week. Dylan Gabriel will get it going the way he should have got it going. Maybe he'll get Nick Anderson involved that there's – no bets with Nick Anderson going on this week. Uh, <laughs> I think uh, Oklahoma will win this game. I'm, it's a six-point spread. I'll take the I'll take Oklahoma to cover the spread, maybe win by a touchdown. But this could be like an absolute shootout. I mean, this could be like a you know fifty-six to forty-nine game. You know, I could mm-hmm. see that happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, give me Oklahoma in that one in Bedlam. The last bedlam is a Big 12 foes, as you mentioned. Now, the next matchup, number 11, Penn State travels to Maryland to face the Maryland Terrapins. Penn State is an eight-and-a-half-point favorite with the over-under 50-and-a-half. Joey, what do you think about this one? Um, Maryland, Maryland's one of them Jekyll and Hyde teams. Um, mm-hmm. Started off the year, they, you know, they were – on fire the first two games and then then they've kind of slid off a little bit uh but the potential for maryland to make this a good game is there um i got penn state winning um as far as over under probably gonna have to take the over in this one too just because penn state can score points i mean beat umass 63 nothing put up 41 put up 31 against uh iowa I mean, you're, you know, they, they can flat out score the ball. Um, so, yeah, I've got Penn State winning. And uh, I got them covering the spread. Like I said, I think the potential for Maryland is there. Um, they just haven't took that next step yet, in my opinion. But Maryland does look better, you know, than they have in the past. So the potential's there, just not quite. I like Penn State in this matchup too. Maryland has been awful the past few weeks. They were five and zero, and they've been on three since. Uh, Penn State's kind of struggled offensively the last few weeks. I like the under in this matchup. Uh, I think it's going to be an ugly game. I don't think that it's going to be a very pretty one to watch. Uh, Penn State will cover the spread. Penn State will get the win, but uh, I just don't think that you know it's going to be very you know. Very, uh, very good, you know, offensively. What am I trying to say? It's not going to be very uh, <laughs> pleasing to watch uh, this game here. Uh, it's, you know, it's just going to be an ugly, ugly matchup. Boy, that was an ugly uh, sentence to get out there to talk about how ugly of a game that's going to be. Man, that matches. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a offensive nightmare to watch. <clears throat> the next matchup comes from the ACC, the Virginia Tech Hokies travel to Louisville, Kentucky to face the number 13 Louisville Cardinals. Louisville is a nine-and-a-half point favorite. The over-under is 48-and-a-half. Joey, what do you think about this one? I'm actually going to take the under in this one. Um, I think the under is going to hit in this one. Um, Louisville's going to win the game. Uh, Virginia Tech is another one of them teams that can make it competitive. just depends on if they show up their defense shows up 
Um, but yeah, I've got the under and I've got Louisville winning. And I've also got Louisville covering the spread. I think they'll get it done. Yeah, I'm with you here too. I think Louisville uh, will cover the spread here. Uh, I think that the, the under is going to hit. Uh, Louisville last week blanked Duke 23 to nothing. Uh, Louisville has looked pretty good all season long. I just hope they keep on trucking and they get to be 10 and 1. Uh, coming in to play Kentucky at the end of the year with their chest pumped out, and we send them back to Louisville crying. <laughs> uh, that would be that would be great. So the more they win, the more that chest gets pumped out before then, and uh, we do we do to them all the time. But uh, Louisville wins, Louisville covers the under hits in this one. Yeah, I'm with you. The next matchup comes out of the American Conference, the Tulane Green Wave, number 24 in the nation, travel to East Carolina. To face the East Carolina Pirates. Tulane is a 17-point favorite. The over-under is 47 and a half. What's up with that, Joey? Mm. Well, this is an intriguing matchup on paper. Um, they're actually giving ECU a 24.7% chance to win, and they've only won one game all year. That's kind of interesting. Um I think that's very generous of a percentage for them to win. Um, I got Tulane winning this uh, pretty easily. And I've actually got the over in this one, too. Um, I mean, I know Tulane can score points. The last five games, they've been averaging about 32, 33 points a game. Um, And East Carolina just doesn't have, I mean, 10 to 7, 44 to nothing. I mean, they just don't have the offensive firepower to compete with really anybody um, in the top 25. So, yeah, I've got uh, I got Tulane winning this. I got, uh, like I said, I got the under hitting, and I've got Tulane covering the spread. Yeah, I'm going with you here. This game looks like, you know, 35 to 3 written all over it. Uh, Tulane <laughs> will cover the spread. Uh, the under is going to hit here. There's just not much else to say. Like you said, they're giving East Carolina a little bit too much credit, I think, for a team with one win. Tulane only one loss. Uh, tickets are as low as $11 if you want to get in on that, Joey, and uh, head to Greenville this week to uh, catch that matchup. Oh, it's, it's on my bucket list. <laughs> it's on my bucket list. The next matchup, uh, tickets are as low as 17 bucks here if anybody wants to travel out to Eugene, Oregon to watch the California Golden Bears face the number six Oregon Ducks. Oregon is a 24-and-a-half-point favorite with the over-under at 59-and-a-half. Joey, what do you like about this one? I like the over. And I'm going to go on a limb and say if you bet the over on every one of Oregon's games, you're probably going to win. They're they're just offensive explosion after explosion in a game. Um, And dating back to the last matchup, what the analytics predicts, they're only giving Cal a 7% chance to win this game. Too high. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Only a 7% chance. Yeah, it's it's blowout city. Yeah, it's blowout city. Uh, I got Oregon covering the spread, got the overhitting. Bo Nix, Bucky Irvin, O.T. Roy Franklin. I mean, it's it's just too much for Cal to handle. This year would be the perfect timing for them to 
bring in the 12-team playoff right here with as many teams as there is. Oregon yes. sitting at number six right now on the outside looking in. I would love to see them get another shot. They had that loss to Washington earlier in the season. But I'd like to see them, you know, match up with uh, a Georgia or an Ohio State with that offensive firepower that they've got. They're just on fire. Yes. Uh, offense every week shows up. They haven't had an off week really all season offensively. I think that continues again this week at home. Uh, California, thanks for showing up. Uh, but that's <laughs> all you'll be doing. Oregon wins this game. Oregon covers. The spread gets uh, – the spread's covered. Of course, the over is hitting in this one. Uh, Bo Nix and the boys will come out firing, and it, it's not going to be pretty for California. But if you like offense, you will see it out of Oregon for sure. Oregon wins it. Yeah, and two more things about this game, if I have to say that I am I might would put – a bet in for the over to hit in the first half of this game. <laughs> I mean that. I mean, Oregon's just that good, and I don't know. I, I but you, they got it. I'm so glad they're changing the playoff. There's so many good matchups. Mm-hmm. If you look down from ranking number one to twelve, there's so many good matchups that would be so great to see in a tournament format. That I just can't wait until they. Till this, till next year, where it's like that. Yeah, like I said, it's a shame that they just got the four this year with so many teams out there this year. Mm-hmm. The top twelve would be an awesome, awesome format. The uh, next matchup, the number one Kansas Jayhawks, number one. Whoa, <laughs> that's basketball. That's preview after a while. <laughs> the number twenty-one Kansas Jayhawks. <laughs> Travel to Ames, Iowa to face the Iowa State Cyclones. Iowa State's five and three. Iowa State is a two and a half point favorite at home. The over under is fifty three and a half. Joey, who you like in this one? I got Iowa State winning this. Believe it or not, I do. I got Iowa State winning it. And Kansas, I mean, you know, they last week, um they had so many bonehead plays. Um against Oklahoma, and they still squeaked out the win, but probably shouldn't have won the game. Um, they had, I mean, just so many mental mistakes at the end. Um, if I ain't mistaken, we, I've watched so many games last week. Was that the, that's the quarterback that slid, wasn't it, at the goal line? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that the same Bean, game? Bean, yeah, Bean. yeah, Bean, he slid at the goal line, yeah. I, I remember yeah. seeing that happen in, like, two games last week. I don't know what. If it was NFL or what, but I remember it's why I was make sure this was the one I was talking about. Yeah, just so many boneheaded plays. I mean, he had. A, I mean, all he had to do was just take one more step and it's touchdown. You know, you, you've got to know that. You got to know where your feet are. You got to know what you're doing. Um, but yeah, I've got Iowa State winning this, and uh, I've got Iowa State covering the spread. And over under, I'm probably gonna have to say the over. Yeah, I'm with you on the over there for sure. Uh, this this is what you would call a letdown week for Kansas after a big upset win over Oklahoma last week. Kansas is going to come in and they're going to they're going to lay an egg here. Not really. I mean, they'll put up points. It'll be close, but Iowa State will win. Iowa State will cover this one here. Uh, like I said, this is just this got letdown written all over it. Uh, Iowa State at home. Kansas on the road after that win, Iowa State will win it. Iowa State will, will cover that. And the over's hitting. Yep. 
Next matchup, the Purdue Boilermakers travel to Ann Arbor to face the number three Michigan Wolverines. Michigan's 8-0 on the season. They're also a 32-and-a-half point favorite. The over-under is 50-and-a-half. Joe, what do you think about this one? Well, Purdue's got a 2.4% chance to win the game. So, um, if you like to gamble. Um, but, no, I've got, I've got Michigan winning this by a landslide. Like, I mean, Purdue's just – they're awful. They they beat Illinois 44-19. to 19. Um, But still, it's – I got Michigan winning this. I've got the overhitting. The overhitting in Michigan games are about like the overhitting in Oregon games. Um, And as long as everybody stays in the game, they don't get too far ahead, I've definitely got the spread of 32-and-a-half. Or, yeah, I've, I got them covering the spread too. Yeah, this one's going to get ugly. This is this is the makings of like a forty-nine to three game or something like that. <laughs> the overs hitting, the spreads getting covered. Michigan after a week off last week and uh, dropping down from two to three in the rankings, and seeing the rival Ohio State take over that number one ranking, uh, it's got to get in their crawl just a little bit here. I think they'll come out and uh, they'll be hitting on all cylinders here, and it'll just be a beat down to Purdue. Not going to be close. Michigan covers. Michigan hits the over. Michigan keeps rolling into the matchup next week against Penn State. Yep. Uh, number Another top 25 matchup between two top 25 teams. Number five, Washington Huskies travel to number 20, USC Trojans. Washington's a three-point favorite in L.A. The over-under in this one, Joey, 76 and a half. Joey, what do you think about this one? Wow. I mean, you're – oh, my goodness. <laughs> Man, that that's one of them overs that you think you're like, can that really happen? Can that really happen in a football game? But, I mean, I mean I've seen it. But, you know, you don't, really, you don't see an over hit that high very often. Um, I've definitely got Washington winning the game. Um, Caleb Williams to me, he's just he's let down a little bit. Um, past few games, um, you know they they lost two in a row, lost to Notre Dame, lost to Utah. Um, yeah, I've 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 got Washington winning this. I've got Washington covering the spread and the over under. I'm gonna have to say under because it could be one of those games where it comes down you know, to defense. Um, both teams can drive the ball. You know, if Caleb Williams is playing playing good, both teams can drive the ball. There might be some defensive stops, but I'm going to go with the under. I am going to say that if it comes down to defense, uh, it's not going to happen. There is no defense played by either one of these teams at all. Both <laughs> defenses absolutely suck. <laughs> Give me the over in this matchup. Uh, USC has struggled lately, but Washington hasn't played its greatest either. They just beat Stanford last week, forty-two to thirty-three. The week before was fifteen to nine game against whoever it was they played Arizona State or somebody like that. Yeah, they played Arizona but State. That was just a you know, I don't know what that was. That was a late night. Nobody's watching. Penix played his worst game he's ever played. But this one here, it's going to be a, bat, 
a matchup of the two quarterbacks here, Penix and Williams. Like you said, if it comes down to defense here, I don't like that at all. Oh, Give me the over. Give me the over in this one. I think it's going to be in the 40s. Both teams are going to score in the 40s here. And whoever has the ball last will win this game. And I think that will be Washington. Washington will win. Washington will cover because they win by a touchdown uh, in L.A. The next matchup out of the SEC, another matchup between two top 25 teams, number 14, LSU Tigers. Travel to Tuscaloosa to face the number eight Alabama Crimson Tide. Alabama's a three-point favorite with the over-under at 61 and a half. That's kind of high <laughs> for an SEC matchup. Joey, what do you think about it? Well, I don't know. LSU, like I said, they've, they're a good team. They, uh, they definitely can score the ball. Um, Alabama, on the other hand, they've struggled in some weeks. You know, by, you know, barely getting over 20 points. Um, the last five games, I mean, you're looking at LSU. They've been, I mean, over 40 points, four out of their five last five games. Um, that's a high. That's that's really high on the over. Uh, I've got, man, this is one of them toss-up games. It's one of them that you know you. I don't know how to explain. It's one of them games where you know how you have a game and you 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 got to make a pick, but you're really not comfortable a hundred percent whichever way you pick. <laughs> Every game, um, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if I had to pick, I call me crazy, but I'm going to take LSU in this one. I, I'm going to take LSU. I, I'm I'm, I'm going to go on a limb here. Um, they're rolling offensively. Um, I, I'm going to go with them. Um, you know, Daniels, he's, man, he's, I mean, he's thrown for 2,500 yards this year, only three picks. So I'm going to go with LSU. Um, I'm going to take the under in this game. And yeah, I'm going to take, that's, that's what I'm going to go with. Uh, I, I can see the LSU coming in and beating uh, Alabama. LSU did beat Alabama last year, uh, knocked Alabama out of the SEC championship game, put LSU in there. Alabama's not been very impressive this year. They did uh, seem like they kind of got it right last week against Tennessee, or the week before against Tennessee, uh, beating them. But they barely got past Arkansas. They had a close win over Texas A&M. Uh, they barely got by South Florida earlier in the year, fell to Texas. But for my personal feelings here, Alabama has got to win this game. Uh, that way, they can get upset next Saturday in Lexington. Uh, but they have to come off. They have to come up with a win here. Uh, so I'm going to go with Alabama in the win here. Uh, I think it's going to be a push. I think they win by three. And the unders hitting sixty-one and a half is a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, this game, you know, could be like a twenty-four, twenty-one. Or, you know, something like that. Something in that ballpark, 27-24. But uh, I think uh, Alabama will win it uh, with a push, like I said. The next matchup, yeah, we go out west, young man. The Oregon State Beavers at 6-2, and two, number 16. Travel to Boulder. Face Coach Prime and the Colorado Buffaloes. 
Oregon State, the 13-and-a-half-point favorite, the over-under 62-and-a-half. Joey, what do you like in this matchup? I like Oregon State to win. Um, I like Coach Prime, Shadur Sanders. You know, they're you know they're they're great, but I think their magical time is over. Um, they're finally you know they finally fell back down to earth um, from the beginning of the season. Um, they got a lot to figure out. Uh, Coach Prime does with his especially with his defense. His offensive line is absolutely terrible. Um, you know, Sanders is a real good quarterback. You just don't get enough time in the pocket. Um, the offensive line just, I mean, they basically don't have any. Um, so I'm taking Oregon uh, Oregon State in this one. And uh, I think the over is going to hit in this one. Just because Colorado can score points, so can Oregon State. And, you know, Colorado's going to score no matter if they are down by a lot. They're not going to stop playing. That's not in Coach Prime's DNA. So there's going to be a lot of points scored in this one. But I, I got Oregon State. Uh, winning and I've got as far as spread goes um, I think Oregon State will cover the spread too I've got Oregon State winning this matchup as well I've got Colorado actually covering this spread I was on the fence about it I was back and forth I was back and forth I could see it being a seven point game Oregon State will win it the over is definitely getting hit in this one because I mean do they really play much defense out in the Pac-12? No. So far, we haven't had any evidence other than Oregon. And, uh, well, Utah plays a little bit, except for last week when they played Oregon. But then again, who can stop that juggernaut of an offense in Oregon? <laughs> yeah. uh, but these two teams really don't play a whole lot of defense. Um, like you said, Colorado will put up points, but uh, they're not going to be able to stop me and you out there, you know, pitching and catching a ball. Uh, so, uh Oregon State wins, Colorado covers, and the over definitely, definitely hits. The last top 25 matchup uh, will be the UCLA Bruins, number 19, traveling to Tucson, Arizona to face the Arizona Wildcats. UCLA, a three-point favorite. The over-under is 51 and a half. Joey, do you smell upset in this one? I do. I, I honestly do. I'm, I'm going to go with Arizona in this game. Um, Arizona has, you know, had some close, you know, calls for games in the past. I mean, they beat Oregon State by three. Um, they beat Stanford by one. Um, I just – I think this is this is the one I had circled uh, before we started the podcast for possible upset alert. And uh, I'm going to take Arizona in this one. Um What'd you say the over and under was? I think it was fifty-one and a half. Fifty-one and a half. My goodness. Um, I'm gonna say the under in this one, and yeah, I'm gonna say the under. And I've got, I got Arizona. I got yeah, I got Arizona winning. Yeah, it's I got them. I got them pulling it off the upset at home. I'm with you here. This is one of those late night Pac-12 matchups where things get a little crazy after dark. Uh, if this was basketball, Bill Walton would be talking about walking through, you know, fields of clover and <laughs> rolling up some certain sorts of medicinal purposes and all this and that. Uh, just Never. crazy stuff happens Pac-12 after dark. Uh, but, yeah, I, I got you here. I got Arizona winning this one. Uh, the under's hitting. It, it could be like a 24-21 matchup here. But uh, Arizona will pull off the home upset and beat 
the UCLA Bruins, number 19. Yeah, lock it in if you're uh, a person. I would about lock say I would about say you can lock that one in. I, I'm 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 pretty confident with that one. So we'll go out of the top twenty-five just for uh, personal reasons for this podcast here. Uh, the Campbell Camels, maybe I'm not sure what they are. Uh, they travel to Chapel Hill to face the North Carolina Tar Heels, who are six and two on the season. They were, uh, you know, ranked up until this past week. There is actually no spread or no over-under in this matchup, Joey, so we'll just pick it straight up. Wow. Uh, who you like in this one? Well, yeah. I like Carolina, but at this point in the season with them, um, you never know. I mean, Drake May, you know, he's projected – he's going to play for an NFL team. I'm not going to say he's going to play on Sunday right off the bat. Um but he will be a backup somewhere, and he will eventually get his shot in the NFL. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, obviously I've got Carolina winning the game. Um, I think that might make me just partially disown their football side of their school if they lose this game. Um, that, yeah, uh, that, that, would, that would be really embarrassing. But, yeah, I got Carolina winning. Yeah, this would definitely be a worse loss than the Virginia loss a few weeks ago when you were undefeated. For mm-hmm. sure, but, uh, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, Carolina, I think this is where they get back in. Uh, Drake May will probably set out in the second quarter here for sure. And yeah. uh, Carolina, Or not second quarter, second half. Carolina will win. Carolina will beat them down. Uh, there's no point spread for a reason, I believe. So, uh, I'll go with Carolina in that one for sure to win. Uh, the next matchup that we will talk about, uh, Kentucky Wildcats travel to Starkville, Mississippi to face the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Kentucky is a five-point favorite. The over-under is 45-and-a-half. Joey, what do you think about this matchup? I definitely like Kentucky in this one. Uh, they're not going to – like you said, they've turned one loss into two and then – it kind of keeps going from there, but I think they right the ship this time and uh, take out some frustrations in this game. So, yeah, I've got Kentucky winning this one. I've got Kentucky winning this one, too. I've got them covering the spread. It's going to be tough. Anytime you go with those stupid cowbells, uh, it's going to be tough matchup. But Mississippi State just doesn't have the firepower that they have in the last few years. Uh, with, uh, you know, Mike Leach passing away in the offseason and then having to get a new – uh, coach and them having to change over their philosophy and everything else from his offense to this offense here. Mississippi State's just been down all season. Four and four, I mean, I guess it's a respectable record, but uh, Kentucky last week, I felt like started to kind of get things right. Devin Leary, uh, we'd been leery about him, but he was on target quite a bit uh, through for, you know, was, his receivers were catching passes finally. Just some of the play calling in that game was just baffling. And then again, you know, we watch some of these games, man, and my head wants to explode with some of these play calls that they make where these (laughs) coordinators want to outsmart themselves. Like like a couple games last night, third and one, your quarterback six foot five, all he's got to do is lean forward pretty much, and he's got the first down. And they snap the ball and hand it off to a guy five yards deep 
and get stuffed at the line of scrimmage. And it's like, what are we doing here? Uh, you know, that's how I felt with Kentucky last week with some of the play calls. Like, what are we doing here? I mean, we had a shot to beat this team. You know, everything was clicking on offense for the most part. And just some bad play calling was the downfall. But I like Kentucky to win. I like the Kentucky uh, to cover that one. And the over under 45 and a half, I probably take the under on that one. Yeah, I agree. It kind of reminds me of these play calls. of like if you have, uh, say you got your car sitting here and you locked your keys in it, but the windows are down. And then you're on the other side trying to use something to open the door with when you can just reach through the door and open the door. It's kind of what it yeah. reminds me of some of these play calls. It's like, just take just take what's there. Why are you trying to make something out of nothing? Yeah. You're outsmarting yourself for no reason. Yep. Well, that is our pickums for this week. Uh, we will touch on a little basketball preview here, man. Yeah. The best thing I saw from the past week basketball-wise, uh, the Louisville Basketball Cardinals hosted the Kentucky Wesleyan whatever they are <laughs> an exhibition game. And the Louisville Cardinals, who yeah. went 4-28 last year, Dropped the game to the Kentucky Wesleyan, whoever they are, 71 to 68. That Kentucky Wesleyan is picked eighth in their conference. Eighth in their conference. And Louisville <laughs> loses to them on their own floor. They are not getting this turned around, apparently. Uh, it looks like Louisville's, yeah, Louisville's uh, losing ways are going to continue into this season again. Kenny Payne won all them games at Kentucky is what the Louisville fans were saying. If that's so, what's going on in Louisville, man? Uh, man, it's – Louisville is just – that they've got so much to figure out. They have got to change – they got to change a lot of stuff. Um, they got to get back to winning ways. And when I say winning ways, I don't just mean X's and O's drawing up plays. I'm talking about winning ways – Coaching on the court, off the court, continuity with your players, your your staff. I mean, it it's, seems like everything's just all jumbled up, and they got to figure out a way to try to put it all back together. Yeah, and I don't know if they can uh, or not. <laughs> I, I, I just, you know, if, if they start off like they did last season, I think you've got to make a coach, head coaching change. Mm-hmm. And you've got to get rid of Kenny Payne. I just don't think he's a head coach material, and it's obviously showing right now. I mean, it's certainly not at a huge school like that, maybe even at a small school, because if he's losing all these small schools at Louisville, what's he going to do at the other schools? Not much. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, Carolina Tar Heels, uh, they had a win last week in a pretty big fashion. They start out the season at number 19, in the AP top 25, 21 in the coaches' poll. Uh, is that too low for Carolina, Joey, or is that just right? Or to me, it's, what do you think? To me, it's a sweet spot. Um, if you go back and look at all the history of Carolina, when we're preseason number one or preseason number two, it 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 just it's disaster. I don't know why it gets in their heads. Whatever. Um, that's like when we go and we play in the ACC tournament. If we lose in the first round of our conference tournament, that usually means, if you go back and look, that usually means we're going to make a deep run in March. Um, 
just the trends that Carolina basketball has. Uh, that they're 19th. Honestly, it would not have hurt my feelings if they had not have been in the top 25. Um, I'm I'm all about I'm all about the type person that it's like, you know, prove it to me. You're not in the top 25. Let's show them that we need to be in the top 25. You know, put the work in first. So, I think it's a perfect ranking for them. Yeah, and uh, Kentucky Wildcats are number 16 in both polls. Uh, you know, I, preseason rankings really don't matter. No. Uh, but they have to put them out, I guess, you know, for people to talk about. Yeah. You know, it's fine. I think, you know, after a few weeks, you'll figure out where everybody's at. Uh, it'll take a while to get up to that. 16, it's whatever. Uh, I'm glad they didn't put them in the top five like they have the past few years. They've been down the past few years, so we'll see if this team will be different than the last few years' teams, which I think they will. Uh, they've got the number one class coming in, better talent, got some people returning. Uh, we'll just see how it is, but uh, I like Kentucky's where they're sitting right now. It's fine, 16, it's whatever. Uh, the defending national, go ahead. Oh, no, you're good. Go ahead. I was just saying the defending national champions, UConn Huskies, they start out the season number six in one poll and number five in the other. Uh, you know, not really sure where they're going to be at there. Kansas is number one in both polls. Duke is number two in the AP. And then Purdue, Michigan State, Marquette is number five. That's kind of a That's kind of a shocker there, I think. Uh, maybe they got some people coming in or whatnot. Did you know much about the Marquette team? Uh, I think they got a couple transfers in. Um, haven't really dug into a lot other than I usually start college basketball with, like, you know, Carolina, ACC, keep up with all that. Now, is that Shaka Smart? Shaka Smart Wait, that's Marquette, right? Do what now? Shaka Smart, that's Marquette, right? He's the coach up there, isn't he? Yeah. And what I was looking at here, Purdue ranked third in the country. Mm-hmm. Now, that's intriguing because Purdue has a knack for being ranked good all year, but mm-hmm. they have trouble in the NCAA tournament every year. Yep. And last year they got beat by a 16 season. Yeah. So, as a number one, and then they're number three right off the bat. So, that goes to show you the these rankings don't really mean nothing because of the transfer portal. Um, the transfer portal has revolutionized college basketball like you wouldn't believe. Because, I mean, you can have one team this year, and it could be a completely different team next year. Used to, it wasn't like that. So, And yeah. – and, you know, with Purdue being number three, like you said, they always let you down in the tournament. Uh, they just – they're horrible every year in the tournament. I never pick them to go very far in the tournament because I don't want to get burned by them because that's exactly what's going to happen if you pick Purdue because they are not a very good team when it comes to the tournament. Good regular season, but who cares at that point in time because it really don't matter when it gets to the tournament time. Another team that was intriguing – uh, Florida Atlantic is 10 in one poll and nine in the other. I know they uh, made the final four last year, but uh, that's very high for a, a team outside of one of the you know power conferences to uh, be a top 10 team coming in. 
Yeah. Yeah. They uh they had a good year last year. Um I mean, they're one of those, I guess what do you call it? The, they call it the mid major uh schools that um they're gonna compete. They compete good every year. Um but yeah, that I think that, that ranking might be a little nod to how far they went last year. Um I really don't stay in that high very long. Uh, and uh, San Diego State, the national runner-up, they are number 17. Uh, the other team in the final four was number 13, Miami, who I believe they've got just about everybody back and, you know, could make another run again this year. Yeah, Miami's tough. Yeah, they got a lot of returning players. Um just like Carolina does, that's going to be a great matchup in the ACC right there. That, that's going to be one to circle on your calendars if you're a basketball fan for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, season gets kicked off uh, Monday. Yep. Kentucky and Carolina both are in action. Uh, in a couple of weeks, we'll, we'll know a little bit more about these teams and we'll be able to come on here and we'll, we'll start doing our basketball pickums then. Be yeah. uh, prepared after seeing seeing how they they are the first few weeks of the season. Yep. And uh, also got them the in season tournaments is what I, I like the early season tournaments. You really don't know what you got in a team. Uh, once they go through those, you kind of got an idea of where everybody's at after them in season tournaments. Yeah. Well, that's kind of our uh, little basketball preview here to tack on to the end of our college football pickums, man. Uh, you got anything else to add on this one, Joey? No, no, we covered it pretty good. No, like I said, I always enjoy talking talking sports with you, man. It's uh, we uh, we have a lot of fun doing it. Can't wait to dive into more college basketball as the season gets going. Oh yeah. Yeah, man, uh, one of these days we'll have to put our live cast up on here. The We uh, live cast the games at nighttime. We just don't record them. But uh, we sit here and we watch college football and NFL and, we, you know, baseball, which it, it's done now. Uh, congrats to the Texas Rangers for winning the World Series. Uh, you even throwed on a little hockey last night. So, uh, you know, just never know what we get into. Uh, yeah. Start, start watching videos, start talking like Shaq and – you know, yeah, Kermit the Frog, and just randomly all kinds of different things. <laughs> it's a, it's fun nights for sure, man. It, it is, and and you mix in sports. I mean, it don't get much better than that. Uh, so last week our parlays, like we said, uh, they didn't one hit, one didn't. We do have a parlay for uh, this Saturday's football. Uh, we're rolling with the Oklahoma train again, uh, Boomer Sooner. Uh, we got Jaleel Farouk uh, over forty yards. Ollie Gordon for Oklahoma State, 110-plus yards. Drake Stoops, 50 yards. Dylan Gabriel, two passing touchdowns. And Dylan Gabriel, 250 yards. Lock it down. We're hitting this week with, with uh, Oklahoma. Lock it down. All right, man. Well, until next time, we'll be yelling from the couch, and we'll see you later. All right, man. Have a good one. Appreciate you having me. Thanks for being on. All right, man.